What's up, you guys? It's my Midnight, your Master Grief Educator and Trainer, coming to you today to talk about grief topic fear. And also, I will be diving into insecurities, and I'm going to even share uh, life experiences that I've had in order to get over um, some of these emotions that I felt along my grief journey. So make sure that you comment, like, and subscribe um, to my channel so that you'll know all of the updates and new information and videos that I'm uploading. And also just to get a sense of what the Grief Nation listener community is about. And if you would like to be on the show, you can go to my website, www.miamiknight with a K. That's Miami Night LLC.com. Stay tuned. <laughs> What's up, you guys? It's Miami Knight, your Master Grief Educator and Trainer, coming to you today. Um, it's just me, you guys. So I just wanted to kind of give you some updates on what is going on with It's the Miami Knight Show Grief Talk. So normally my platform will have a guest and um, we're going to hear their story and allow them to share um, what needs to come up and out for them. And also at the same time, uh, we will learn about all of the amazing things that they have done since, um, um, you know, some some type of grief journey that they um, still are going through. Um, you know, the show is all about grief and outside of the grief, we go from grief to resilience. And that's what I like to promote here um, with each of my guests on how they're doing and um, still to let people know there are good and bad days and they share all of their insight um, to their true um, to the truth of their stories so we still will have our guests on but also now I am facing some of my own fears I'm just gonna come right out and just start being who God has called me to be uh, which is the light of being Miami Knight so um, sometimes it's just gonna be days that there are me on here and um, it's because I want to do some training and um, you know that's what's in my um, a lot of times when I come on and I talk or I speak I introduce myself as um, grief educator and trainer so I got to start giving y'all the goods right so that's why I will be doing some of that I'm going to be um, I have a master um, um, excuse me I have a coaching um, program that's getting ready to come this January so please go to the GCM um, program tab on www.miamiknightllc.com that's www.miamiknight with a K LLC.com and go to my GCM program and it gives you all the information about what that program um, it, it looks for um, in you and what you uh, are requesting to um, be able to uh, you know move past some of the things that you have experienced along your grief journey so please go there um, uh, what else do we have going on um, so I did post some time back that there was going to be a series part, which is called The Oath. Now, when I do have um, guests on for The Oath series, that will be all advocates. And it doesn't necessarily mean gun violence advocates. Um, there's been, uh, you know, this um, takeover in our country um, uh, for the last uh, nine months now. Um, and to the injustices and just things that are, have happened um, in our world, uh, not only just here in the United States, but just, you know, globally. And I have some great individuals that are going to come on and talk about their advocacy experience and why they jumped into advocacy and, you know, what um, laws that were created or 
what um you know what if there were proclamations if there was um certain thing that changed government structure due to their causes so we're going to bring some of those people on also this season um next um I'm going to be um, featuring some artists. So if there are any artists out there that would love to come on and talk about, you know, what you're doing, um, you know, um, how did you even get into the music industry? Um, that's just been a part of my life for, oh, since, uh, well, since childhood. And I wanted to come on today and we're going to talk about this in a minute, in a minute, um, talk about our fears. And so, because last week we we talked about um anger so we're gonna you know some of the other emotions on the other side of anger could be some other emotions so i'm going to discuss that in a second but um i wanted to make sure that i start giving you the training which is in my name which is um miami knight grief educator and trainer so i wanted to make sure that i started doing that this season with you all but that all goes back to me being um insecure about certain things that i wanted to to um, that i needed to work through but with every um mountain okay glory with every mountain that i've climbed um from coming from being a grief coach to a grief specialist now getting ready to um, be a graduate of a grief um, counseling program there here very soon um, I'm just so grateful of each step of the way because I learned so much just when I thought you know the coaching aspect was this and I'm glad I'm so appreciative that I started out with the coaching aspect because it, it actually helped me um, through my own grievances after I had lost Taiki so and not only Taiki my sister and my dad um, and it just got me ready for loss and ready to um, talk about suicide. And, you know, it really was a platform for me to be where I am now. So then when I became a grief specialist, I learned even more in-depth work about that. Even when I learned to become a QPR, gateway QPR um, specialist, um, even um, just by um, working with um, other different organizations that I've talked about several times on my show, um, doing any of that work um, has really opened my eye to um, so much more of the journey that I had to discover on my own by going through it or sitting in on certain calls or um, learning how people do really process and um, being a part of different organizations where I am exposed to so much trauma that um, learning what that looks like in all kinds of forms um, really has help me in my process of being a better um, support system to those who are looking to be supported in the in these areas so but I want you also to know that coming on it's the Miami night to show grief talk when I only happen to talk about death there are over 40 plus different types of life-altering experiences which can be considered as retirement um, divorce separation um, pet loss um, any life like I said life altering change um, so I would love for um, individuals to come on to share their stories and how some type of life um, altering change kind of you know pushed us into our our um, why we're here so um, let's talk about those so if you're interested in being on it's the Miami night show grief talk please go to my website and go to services and you can book there or you can just go to the it's the Miami night show um, grief talk podcast um, tab okay so 
let me go into, um, like I said, today, we're going to talk about fear and anxiety as well. Last week, we talked about um, anger. So I did want to kind of just really kind of dive a little bit more into what anger also can come across as um, those different types of emotions. So and so anger, uh, so anxiety and, and also fear popped up. Okay, so I'm going to just be reading from different texts that I, I thought was interesting and to make my points. So um, I will reference some of that um, just so that you can have it. So, so some common emotions known to trigger anger are anxiety, shame, sadness, frustration, guilt, disappointment, worry, embarrassment, jealousy, hurt, injustices, and fear. But I want to stop here for a second and talk about fears. Um, when you decide to sit with your fears, one thing that I have also learned too is um, sitting with those fears, I've learned what I desired because had I not known that I really loved um, creating music, um, being a part of the music industry um, on um, a lot of different levels, um, my favorite part of it wasn't necessarily singing. Um, yes, I started out singing early on in church, um, even probably, well, yeah, early on in church, um, in high school, I would do like different little skits and then with me and my girlfriend, um, Nora Jean, shout out to Nora Jean. Hey, sis, um, uh, we were in a, a, a group together, uh, a little rap group. We were, um, background singers. Oh, what great ninth grade. Um, you know, so, um, that's where it first began with recording, um, not actually church was where it first became recording for me, but that was another, um, place where I had started, um, learning about recording and being in, in a group. Then I, um, actually had the opportunity to record, um, my own EP, um, which was a local studio in Pensacola, Florida. And I came out with fantasy and that was like my first recorded anything, um, professional. Uh, recording being in a professional studio um, and it was so fun I just really enjoyed it what I used to enjoy was fall I used to always fall in love with the board oh my gosh I just something between me and the board I don't know what it is but just to see those big boards with all those buttons and I don't know it just did something for me but um but also just being in the studio sitting around talking and um, creating was just I, I just so truly love that I'm a studio head studio junkie whatever you call it I was recording back when it was analog yes I do know about that I was recording reel to reel that was the first my first um actual physical being into uh, a professional studio um recording that first song um fantasy um um what else so um very early on I had this fear about and I'll go ahead and jump into that I had this fear about singing in front of people. It was from early childhood trauma that occurred to me. And I didn't realize that until I start digging deeper into what I needed to release and free working on my inner child. And I did that at a retreat, um, work, uh, a woman's retreat, um, the year after my son died, Taiki. And, um, it was very much needed. I needed to release a lot of things that had been stored up in me, not even realizing that they were still issues for me, but I always had this lack of, um, lack of confidence being in front of people. Um, especially if I had to speak, um, and everybody's looking at me, I would be 
I'm so afraid to the point that it would cause, you know, shakiness in my voice. Um, I felt like I couldn't breathe. I was literally about having small panic attacks um, just because I was so frightened um, to be the center of attention and not knowing what to expect. Well, when I was a child, um, about 10 years old, I was in two different choirs at my church and um, I was leading the song for the junior choir and I was also a co-lead on um, in the young adult choir. So, well, back in the day, if you know anything about church um, anniversaries, they were huge. They were big and we practiced, practiced, practiced for weeks in at a time to um um, shouts out to Cedar Grove Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, my director, oh, uh, Sugar Pie, he was the bum. And um, he, um, he, he just trained us so very well. Well, I was to lead this song in the choir and, oh, you guys caught the Holy Spirit and did not know what I was experiencing. Um, I, after I caught it, the entire church start catching it. Um, it's caught on tape too. My mother had recorded everything cause we would always record our anniversaries. So yeah, um, that happened. And after that happened, and then it, not only did it happen in that, in that group, um, with the young adult choir, with the children's choir, it happened again when I was leading over in the young adult choir because it was both of our anniversaries and yeah the whole church did it all over again so um i was so frightened afterwards because of my peers um they were just children at the time as me we all pretty much same age but they you know picked at me because i don't know what i look like when you i don't know what you look like when you catch the holy spirit but i was told i was shaking looking like i was something was wrong with me and i had been taken out of my body and you know so i mean i was picked at for a very long time and that kind of just shut me down from wanting to ever get in front of people i mean it stuck with me for years and years and like i said it stuck with me so long from my childhood all the way up until 2018, you guys. And I still am nervous sometimes, you know, getting up in front of people. But the more I've been sharing my story and telling, talking to people and the more that just becoming a woman and becoming more confident, um, I've been able to, you know, relinquish a lot of that fear. But don't get me wrong. I still have anxieties um, and little butterflies sometimes when I have to, um, um, when I have to be um, the center um, so what I try to do is ground myself as much as I can. I try to make sure that I practice whatever information that I'm having to display um, and um, just making sure that I'm coming across sounding like I got some sense so that I can really um, give uh, my audience what they're looking for and what they're needing. Um, so I think I've learned how to challenge, I've challenged myself in learning okay if i'm doing it in a teaching aspect because i believe um not only was the music portion of my life was to bring me into this realm of you know um really speaking my truth um it also helped develop my voice of um the all of what god have given me all of the talents that i have i, I mean I, I i have several talents and i'm learning that each part of me and every level of me is very significant to my past and it's just an ever 
ever forever evolving um, spiritual experience so I wanted to also mention that a part of the fear um, like I said earlier you find your desire and my desire was um, you know um, music um, being in the studio like I said for hours and on hours um, it spilled over into all of my children um, all of them are in some form um, very very talented um, every home that we've had had a studio in it um, this is just like my sanctuary it's given me peace because this is just what I know this is um, embedded in me and what I learned in my music career is that I wasn't the best singer I know how to hold a tune now I, I can, I can, I'm very good at that but um, I could never find my voice because there were so many different artists that was out there that I was listening to and you kind of um, get into their lane and that's really not your lane um, I had to find my voice like my voice is very I love jazz so it's gonna be like a jazzy type feel almost gospel type but it's all of that mixed together because that's just what I am and who I love and I love hip-hop um, and R&B <clears throat> so um, music has just always been a big part of our, my life it was huge with my father um, very huge with my mother um, and I remember um, an incident when uh, I think it was uh, Marvin Gaye when Marvin Gaye was killed my mother I saw her grieve his death um, when, when I tell you she pulled out all of his album because she my mother had okay the lady had a mean uh, record collection okay um, so she would go she had this her own space this own room where she had all her music and just all beautiful things my mother was very uh, eclectic and very creative and still is um, but she just bawled I mean she just let it out and I think about that now like she was really doing some self-care for herself she had her couple of her drinks or whatever there were and she had her a good old gut cry because that was very hurtful and to her um, one of her favorite artists you know we can really be so soul connected with people that we've never even met and that's another thing that I learned out of that experience of seeing my mother just you know on the floor just crying 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 her heart out because she was so in, in so much disparity behind his tra traumatic loss um, because you know how he died and I learned from that experience as well even today talking about it um, because I can visually see um, the pain that she was going through but she used music and to support herself and she did a good gut cry and then she was in there laughing dancing and you know did what she'd have to do but it was a great experience to um, teach us to always have something to help us get through so I'm gonna read this to you Anxiety uses um, usually has physical symptoms that may include a racing heart, dry mouth, shaky voice. I would always get that blushing, trembling, sweating, lightheadedness and nausea. Um, it triggers the body to um, activate its sympathetic nervous system. OK, um, the, po uh, the process um, takes place when the body releases adrenaline in the bloodstream causing a chain of reactions to occur this bodily response is known as fight or flight I remember learning about fight and flight in every training of grief that um, I I I wasn't I was educated on um, from the coaching from the um, grief specialty now from the grief counseling fight or flight um, syndrome is really real and it's it's really what it is it's us 
trying to process what is happening to us and it also protects us um in that manner as well one it's it's wanting to protect us from harm um but i know from myself um if i'm feeling any anxiousness anxiety like a panic attack is coming on my grief or my anxiety and fear always starts in my neck um i've also had a neck surgery before from herniated discs but um which flares up sometimes but i can tell the difference from the anxiety and the actual chronic pain of fibromyalgia and from my neck surgery the anxiety is just feels like i'm just like this and then people would tell me all the time why are you like that and i, and I wouldn't even notice and i would have to you know check myself and be like okay you know and relax myself um what else um like i said um neck muscle contraction um muscle body contractions body aches and pain you know blood vessels that can become constricted you may feel cold or, or either warm you, your blood pressure can increase or become lowered overheating irregular breathing patterns um it has been known to also cause digestive issues to shut down and also fainting um which i've had a lot of these um different symptoms over my time period of dealing with anxiety and also um, fear of something so Aaron C states that at its root insecurity is fear fear that the person perceiving us will not like us based on an attribute we lack confidence in um, the more general the audience and attributes we worry about the more persuasive or influ influential the fear can be and I wanted to bring up insecurities because um, which is a part of fear I wanted to bring that back up to just recircle my life experience with being at the church and how um, I built in these insecurities about I can't sing um, you know or um, I'm not good enough um, something is wrong with me these are all the things that I, I, I heard um, at some point in, on that journey where I was being teased and picked at or you know um, you're possessed or you know just all of these things um when catching or the holy spirit is supposed to be a, a good experience but it wasn't for me um and not to say that it wasn't a great experience it was just um the insecurities that had gotten built uh, built that were built around my experience um so i i for many years was afraid to speak publicly or talk um to a crowd even though the crowd is not here but I'm speaking outwardly to people that will hear this eventually used to be terrified to even do that so of course being in the music industry that kind of held me back a lot 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 um, but um, hey everything happens for a reason and I played my part in um, being an artist um, I, I think I brought the goods home to my kids because um, um, they are all like I said are so talented and um the other part i learned on my journey uh, my musical career journey was that more so than um the singing part i love to create um one of the gifts that i have in music is i can listen to any beat and hear what it says um that's a that's a gift to, to be able to do that um i can just automatically hear like what the wording should be i can automatically hear like what the um vocal arrangement should be how the arrangement should sound um what um 
ad-libs should be there so I'm really that's really like what I'm great at it's not necessarily the vocal aspect of it but it is I, I they call me hook master um, so I'm really great at creating hooks um, for songs and I'm really good at um, at delivering an arrangement a vocal arrangement um, if someone um, needs that so um, but yeah that, those were that's my joy about um, the music industry and I wanted to just dive into you know my own personal experiences so that you can too think about like what was one of the things if you go back to your childhood that if you had to think about it um, that really um, brought some insecurities into your your life and you've been dealing with it for a long time or have you even dealt with it if you haven't dealt with it um, hey it's time um, and I'm sure it comes across several different ways that you don't even realize that oh, I'm still dealing with this old stuff um, and sometimes it even comes back up for me and I just have to um, reassure myself that okay we're past this it's not that it won't come back up it's just that I'm stronger now and I can feel it um, face it and move on from it okay so the other thing I wanted to talk about was one of the things that I have done um, over and over and over again is um, listen to Maya Angelou, um, Life Doesn't Frighten Me. And that is a poem that was written by her for children to celebrate the courage down on the inside of them, which helps me so much, um, a great deal um, to help me also um, still understand that I had childhood trauma um, from my past and to be able to deal with it. So if you ever get an opportunity to listen to um, the poem by uh, Maya Angelou, Life Doesn't Frighten Me, and it's really good for kids um, to listen, um, have a good listen to, especially if they're afraid of the dark at night or um, just having some fears at school or, 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 or whatnot. Um, with all of the new, um, with us being homebound and a lot of children are at home now and online, you know, it just may be some some fear and anxiety um, just about that. I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of them have adjusted, but maybe all of them haven't. So um, this just is a, a great way for them to be inspired within themselves. Um, so I hope today has been encouraging to you. Um, like I said, I just wanted to kind of give you the gist of what's going to be happening now on Insta Miami Night Show. We're still going to have guests, but there will be days that I'm just going to come on and talk about a specific topic um, to help us um, have a different perspective of our grief and our emotions and what they look like at any given point in time um, or along our journeys. So thank you so much for tuning in to It's the Miami Night Show Grief Talk. Bye-bye. He's got me walking that grief walk. Going slow mode. He's got me talking that grief talk. Going slow mode. He's got me clocking the way. It's the Miami Night Show. Hey, yeah. Slow mode. He's got me walking that grief walk. Going slow mode. He's got me talking that grief talk. Going slow mode. He's got me clocking the way. What up, tribe? It's Miami Night Show, Master Grief hey, Coach. Yeah. Welcome to the Miami Night Show. You got me walking that grief walk. It's time for grief talk, y'all. Yeah. This might be like you're a master coach.